0: Uh, Thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by the Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call the Advocates, 208 471 4444.
1: Well, good morning. Here we are, you guys. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to the seventh day of February 2022. She's a Monday, my name is Nick, there's Big J right over there. hey Big J, your weekend good, bad, or indifferent? Oh, it was great, man. The wife and I uh, got all the way through Reacher. Oh, you power-watched f- it, huh? Yeah. Nice. Both uh, Big J approved, I imagine? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Now, I know that you can like both of them, and I'm sure that you do, but how do you feel like the show did as far as an adaptation of the book? More faithful than the Tom Cruise movies? Did you like one more than the other? uh let's see now i don't know if i like one more or the other it was pretty faithful to
0: the book there are some things in there that that aren't but i think that they had to develop some other characters from from some of the other reacher books uh because they probably want to do more than one season so you want to invest some sort of characters that you're probably going to see down the line so Uh you had that and uh there was action there was fun i mean it was pretty faithful to the first book
1: and you like the gentleman that they cast as subject? Yeah, yeah. He, he he did a pretty damn good job. All right. Uh, so it's uh, are they each hour long episodes or? About forty six minutes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, but it is recommended. Yeah. So <laughs> there was eight of them, right? Yep. That's your weekend then, is not it? No, it's one day. Oh, really? You
0: powered Listen, it all? Then you put down an eight-hour shift watching TV? The wife can get crazy when it comes to wanting to watch a show. It's relentless. All right. Uh, It didn't sound like you're complaining. No, yeah, and I also managed to fit in some, uh, got the Book of Boba Fett started almost all the way through that, caught up.
1: It was binge TV weekend, huh? Yeah. Very nice. Did you leave the house?
0: No. (laughs) (laughs) See, I left the week before and traveled like 6,000 miles. No, I know, you had
1: some catching up to do. Some catching up to do, and that's what we're going to do over the course of the show today. We have a free X show coming up in just a couple of weeks With our friends in Dead Sarah, I just got the confirmation on Friday or Thursday, one of the two, that they're going to come in and do an X session for us, which is awesome, because uh, Dead Sarah in person, uh, plugged in at a concert is amazing, and Dead Sarah unplugged is bananas as well. So we're going to get a double dose of DS, if you will, coming up on the 21st. And uh, we want to make sure that you're going. We want to make sure that we give the band enough attention, because they damn well deserve it. And it's our first free X show in two years, so we're going to have your chance to do that. Plus, today, we kick off a week-long series of giveaways at around 9.15 or so. That involves the dating game, Big J, and it's Ooh. a great prize package. First of all, you get a $30 prize package courtesy of the Idaho Lottery, which has got a bunch of scratches in there, You know, kind of like Valentine's Day-themed. That could win you tens of thousands of dollars. And then we're going to throw in a pair of tickets to Shine Down, Pretty Reckless, and Diamante at Extra Mile Arena. That's coming up on the 2nd of April. So it's a nice Valentine's Day prize package that could win you some serious cash and get you tickets to one of the biggest shows of the year. That's happening with the dating game at 9.15. So Plenty of reasons to tune in and lots of fun to be had, including a uh, bearded badass happening today. We also have a chance for you to enjoy the pop culture SmackDown fun that we have and more, plus, we play music. Let's get started with some filter. It's Hey Man, Nice Shot here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J on the X Rocks. <coughs> Nick and Big J. Well, the Ada County Sheriff's Office went viral with a post over the weekend that was pretty impressive. They rescued a woman from icy waters after her vehicle crashed into a pond near Eagle Road uh, really early yesterday morning. According to uh, Deputy Dylan Scar, he saw the woman hit a beam on the north side of Pine then lose control of her vehicle around 6 in the morning. woman's SUV went over the curb, spun into the ice-covered pond, and then the ice began to crack. The vehicle slowly started sinking. So uh, Skyler called for backup, and then Deputy Sean Derrymull was there and arrived just after the call went out. The two men took off their belts and gear, jumped into the ice-cold water, swam over to the woman's submerged car, and were able to get her out of the vehicle. They had to pull her out of the window, but uh, they, they also quickly figured out she was alone. So they swam her back to shore and decided not to go back. Uh, but the 51-year-old woman had to be taken into the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. She appeared to be in shock because, well, listen... You were just in an accident, so the adrenaline is going, and then you're in the cold water, so lots of things were going on. Uh, the temperature was only 23.10 degrees at the time of the rescue, plus the icy water. So you factor that all in. It was a pretty interesting wake-up call for the two deputies that helped out that woman, but the good news is she's going to be okay. Deputies are okay. A couple and, of badasses. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> you know, they sprung into action. That's exactly what you hope they do, and they did, and they put their uh, bodies and lives at risk to jump into like nobody wants to nobody goes into work thinking they have to do a polar bear challenge you know what i'm saying
0: yeah no so kidding.
1: uh congratulations to those two gentlemen thank you very much for saving that lady's life i'm sure she's just as happy as we are so well done and the post of the CV the suv like in the actual lake or pond i should say is uh, pretty pretty damning and would suck that's for sure i'm glad the uh, lady got out okay and i'm glad the gentlemen are okay as well did you watch any of the Pro Bowl, Big J, during your binge-watching yesterday? Not a damn second. Good, because that's not a football game anyway. But yeah. The AFC beat the NFC 41-35 in the Pro Bowl in Vegas yesterday. Uh, the Chargers, quarterback Justin Herbert won the offensive MVP because he threw for almost 100 yards. <laughs> uh, and he threw two touchdowns to Mark Andrews as well. Max Crosby of the Raiders won the defensive MVP. He had two sacks, three batted passes, and three tackles, but they don't really tackle in the Pro Bowl Game had seven interceptions, Big J, with at least one thrown by each of the six quarterbacks that played in the game. So it was a defensive, uh, I guess, onslaught, despite the fact that there were a lot of points scored. But it wasn't a great day for Alvin Kamara, Big J, because right after the game, even though he played in the Pro Bowl, had four receptions in it, he was arrested after the game on a battery charge. Uh, He apparently... it wasn't for the game. No. That's for sure. Uh, Apparently, the night before the game, he got into a fight with a gentleman at a nightclub in vegas the gentleman then decided to press charges and the police then arrested him after the game he spent the night in custody he's due in court this morning for that he is the uh one of the top running backs in the nfl probably the best player on the saints at this point agree or disagree big j yeah and uh he's got some issues he's got to deal with so we'll see what ends up happening there but not a great pro bowl for alvin kamara probably wish he had that in my back we have a hit on our hands big j Jackass Forever is the number one movie at the box office. It pulled in 23.5 million dollars, which was pretty impressive. Uh, That is way ahead of the movie that people thought maybe could uh, open up at number one, which is Moonfall, which is, yes, you guessed it, about the moon falling (laughs) from the Earth. Uh, That only made 10 million dollars too much for that movie Uh, i would say so too but i don't want to speak too badly about it because it does have a former guest the morning after in it as the star so uh who knows maybe it's good maybe it's dumb fun i mean listen when the movie called moonfall it it can't take itself too seriously at least i hope from
0: what i've seen you're you're about right on it's got to be a parody of itself
1: Spider-Man: No Way Home number three, 9.6 million at the box office. Scream number four. Sing 2 comes in at number five. Both of those under five million a pop. But a good weekend at the box office, backed up by Jackass Forever, a movie I really want to see. I have heard amazing things about. Nobody has said anything bad about it, and I just I I, I don't know if I'll have the time, but I'm going to give it the old college try to go see it because I do enjoy it. But I have to be in uh, more recovered from my surgery, I think, because laughing still oh, yeah. is not the best thing in the world, and I feel like. Uh there will be a lot of that during Jackass Forever, so I might have to space it out a little bit. <laughs> Rob Zombie, Living Dead Girl, here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. I don't know much, Big J, that's for sure, but yep. I'm guessing <laughs> if I were a betting man, I'd say you do not play Wordle every day. Is that correct? Never played it. Uh, no, not even once out of pure curiosity? No, I don't even know what it is. Uh, it is a word game. Probably shouldn't surprise you that much. Uh-huh. I mean, Wordle. I'm sure just from context clues, you could put that together. Yeah. But uh, it is a very, very popular and very, very free game that people are playing it's either one of those games that you play and you enjoy or it appears to be pissing you off because you see it on facebook or twitter and it bothers you because you don't play it Do those things bother you the updates no. that you see on word no or...
0: I, no not at all i don't know what they mean
1: uh yeah well basically you so. you, you have six tries to figure out what a five letter word is you understand Okay. Uh, and so you have, and then he tells you which letters are out of order, and you get six chances to do it. And uh, if you can get it, congratulations! And if you can't, you don't. And it's just a a great free game that was developed by this gentleman because his girlfriend enjoyed word games, so he put one together so for. So we it.
0: ripped off Wheel of Fortune.
1: Uh, well, not really, because Wheel of Fortune doesn't tell you like uh, this particular one doesn't tell you where the letters are you have to kind of guess if your letter's in the wrong position or the right position it tells you but it doesn't you know it's a little bit different i mean listen it's not incredibly unique it's just very popular but it's also one that he has on multiple occasions said that he would never charge for wordle because it was just a free game and it didn't take him that long to put together but last week it was purchased by the new york times because popular things get picked up by you know bigger companies. yeah And so the New York Times has said, uh, I would say right now, enjoy Wordle for free while you can. Because uh, they basically said in their statement that uh, when they purchased the actual app or I guess the website or whatever it is, the technology, they said that uh, it's a good bet that it won't stay free. Like they just basically said, Wordle is free for now. Uh, and so that's what they decided to do I'm guessing that soon it'll be behind a paywall or there will be an exclusive app that you need to pay for uh, and you'll have to have access that way so everybody who's playing Wordle enjoy it while you can for free but if you aren't you might want to get in now before the money starts to take place but basically it's pretty incredible we the growth on this particular game it started with just 90 people that happened to stumble on the website in November of last year As of today, there are over uh, 30 million people playing this game at this particular point. Uh, And that's just from the people that are posting it on their social medias. So there's a lot more people than that because I've only I play it every day and I've only posted the once just because I thought it would be funny. Uh, but I don't think anybody. <laughs> hilarious. I know that's what I thought. I don't think anybody uh, cares about my Wordle score, and so I don't post it on my my social medias. But there are plenty of people that do, you and mean, that's cool. You're
0: not part of a Wordle group on Facebook?
1: I don't even. I, I mean, I'm sure there are, but no, because What's I don't. I, I feel like if there if there was, it would be ruined for me. Like at, at some point, the if I didn't have a chance to play, the word would be leaked to me. And I don't have any interest in that. I mean, it's just a fun little brain exercise that I do. I'm not I'm not living my life by Wordle, but it is certainly something that has taken the world by storm. And now uh, Wordle, who is the gentleman that created it, has just made himself a millionaire. So congratulations. A multi-millionaire. To him. Millionaire yes. How much do you sell it for? Uh, it doesn't say, but I'm guessing it's a pretty good amount of money. Considering it's got millions of daily players, it's it's got to be worth. Uh, oh, the price was in the low seven figures. So you have that. Okay. So probably, you know, nine million. Something like that. Oh, this is low seven figures, maybe closer to three or four. But either way, he's made a lot more money than he ever thought he would by developing a goofy little game for his girlfriend, I'm sure. <laughs> Morning after with Nick and Big J. We got your bearded badass happening next on the X Rocks. <coughs> Look, look at how confident he is. How majestic. I'm going to grow a beard. Presented by The Beardsmith on the morning after with Nick and Big J.
0: And hey, you beard need a trim, maybe you need a haircut, then The Beardsmith can help you out there. Uh, thebeardsmith.com is a great place to start. You can book your uh, appointments that way. If you follow them on Instagram and Facebook, uh, they also oftentimes will shout out and say, hey, we got some, uh, some walking availability, so that's a possibility as well go like them and uh, enjoy nick once again we come to weird place for a bearded badass today and he doesn't totally rock a full beard some moments in time he's had a full beard but for some odd reason john favreau seems to enjoy sporting the goatee i mean it's half a beard but his accomplishments are 100 badass so you can fill in the facial hair to complete the bearded badass part if you were like me you undoubtedly caught John Favreau on his uh, on-screen early in his career, roles, roles like Rudy, uh, Swingers, which, by the way, he wrote. Friends, uh, he was Monica Geller's boyfriend for quite some time, and of course, we see him on the regular in the Marvel Cinematic Universe as Happy Hogan, best friend to Tony Stark. While John's on-screen roles are great, his badassery really starts to take shape behind the screen writing, directing, and an ex- executive producing. Heck, perhaps without his directing Iron Man, we might never have seen an MCU be constructed together. John directed uh, and executive produced Iron Man 1 and 2 when he was just the executive producer on 3 and really helped shape the MCU. But Disney was keeping an eye on John for some other projects. Uh, Disney wanted to bring to life successful properties like Jungle, Brook, uh, Jungle Book and The Lion King, so they tapped John to direct both. And like a lot of directors before him, he had to push the envelope of filmmaking, and he did that a lot through technology, helping to create a new type of movie Said Nick, a virtual set called The Volume. And he would need that tech for his next projects, helming Lucasfilm's The Mandalorian. John wrote and produced the first two seasons along with the current Book of Boba Fett. So to say he's neck deep in Star Wars is an understatement. In fact, some diehard fans think he should outright replace Kathleen Kennedy as the head of Lucasfilm for what he has done for Star Wars nerds. Farfro contends that playing D&D as a kid helped him fuel and drive his imagination and storytelling. So a lesson here, parents. Let your kids D&D for hours. Currently, the only thing uh, publicly on his to-do list is writing and producing Rangers of the New Republic. But that project has been put on hold uh, as a Star Wars fan and loving uh, what he has done with The Mandalorian and so far The Book of Boba Fett, I hope he continues to contribute to the Star Wars world regardless. John Favreau has earned his bearded badass badge. Uh,
1: Amen. Uh, congratulations to John for being into the, uh, I guess, the pantheon of eliteness that Big J has uh, put aside for the bearded badass. Congratulations, and certainly uh, well-deserved. Although in his young acting days, you won't find a lot of facial hair on him. He certainly has grown into it, much like his directing role. Agree or disagree. Oh, agreed. Uh, Morning after with Nick and Big J coming up in a few minutes. Some important stuff you're going to want to hold tight for that. Morning after with Nick and Big J. It's all happening. Twitter is officially adding the downvote button, Big J. How does it feel? The what? Oh, downvote. That's right. For a while, you've been able to like tweets and heart them for a very long time, and now you'll be able to give them a thumbs down. Do not like. The company appears to be serious about it too. Uh, it was Friday that they announced that they were going to expand the availability of the downvote button to replies globally. After testing the feature in a number of countries, feature was originally launched in July of last year. And Twitter teased something similar for years before that. But the downvote button does come with limitations. Big J, first, it's only available in replies, not actual posts. So it's got to be a reply to something. Second you won't be able to see the downvotes, they're not public. Well, what's the point? Well, Twitter says the data will help inform us of the content people want to see. And third, the downvote button is coming to the desktop version of Twitter first, and the company says it will start showing up on iOS and Android soon. So far, Twitter says the people who have used the downvote button have used the feature to flag content they don't want to see, and they mostly did it when they perceived a reply as being not relevant, offensive, or both. So, there's that. Now, what they do with this data and information, I do not know. Where it goes, I have no idea what they do with it once a certain amount of downvotes are reached. None of that stuff is released, so you're right. I'm not sure at the end of the day any of this has a point other than giving Twitter additional data, but it's there. And I suppose if you want to, you can use it, or at least if you're not using it on your phone, you can use it soon. It's coming soon to a desktop near you. Looks like, at least from what I can gather, it was between Kellen Moore and Mike McDaniel for the head coach of the Miami Dolphins gig, and the Dolphins decided to hire Mike McDaniel. They announced him as their new head coach on Sunday. He was the uh, 49ers offensive coordinator. It's his first head coaching job of any position, and so congratulations to him. He's taken over after Brian Flores was fired last month after three seasons. Of course, that has led to several lawsuits and all sorts of fun. But uh, Mike McDaniel is taking over the role, and we'll see what ends up happening, which means Kellen Moore will be staying in Dallas for another season, which is kind of what I thought he was going to do, considering he's the head coach waiting there. Uh, Like I said, the Dallas Cowboys, to me, is a better gig than any of the ones that were available, and that's Kellen Moore's gig whenever he wants it, I think. And so he really probably could put his foot down and go, listen, I'm going to leave unless you make me the coach, and Jerry would probably do it, I think. That's what I kind of believe. Look at your insight. I could be wrong. But uh, that's what I believe. I think that Jerry and Kellen have a great relationship, and Kellen Moore eventually will be the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys at some point. That will be his first head coaching gig. Uh, Whether it'll work out or not, I don't know, but uh, I think it's a better place for him to be the offensive coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys than the head coach of the Miami Dolphins. That's just my opinion. How do you feel as a 49ers fan? Uh,
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty good hire, though. You know, he doesn't call the plays, but he's got a pretty good level of respect throughout the league. Uh, so we'll see, uh, we'll see how he does.
1: Yeah, it's the he same with guy. Nathaniel Hackett, who the Denver Broncos hired. I mean, yeah, he was the Packers offensive coordinator, but he didn't call a single play. Then on the other hand, you've got a bunch of people that, you know, they, they become... They're play
0: callers They become head coaches And they're kind of A disaster Well so.
1: the other part Of it is Yeah I mean You know and A lot of The Texans Looks like they're Going to hire Lovey Smith As their head coach Uh, But they were getting a lot of flack for talking to Josh McCown, the quarterback that was a backup for years and years and years and never has any head coaching experience. But nowadays, if you're not like an offensive or defensive specialist, you just have to be a culture creator. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. To be a head coach in the NFL these days. You don't have to call the plays. You can do so and have other people do that stuff for you if you trust and hire good people. You just have to know how to be a leader of men and create a culture there. So I'm not as offended as a lot of people are that Josh McCown was in the running for the Hex- the Texans head coaching job because uh, dude has held a clipboard for I don't know what 20 years it seemed yeah. like in the NFL. He knows how that stuff works. And if you're not a play caller, it's okay as long as you hire people that are and are good at that. But uh, you have to be a leader and build a culture, especially if you have a losing you know team that you need to turn around. But looks like Lovey Smith is going to get that gig. So best of luck to him. Big J, former guest of the morning after, Heather McDonald is a stand-up comedian. I believe you talked to her when I was on vacation uh, at some point on this particular show's history, and she had a scary incident that happened in Tempe on Saturday night. She collapsed on stage in the middle of her set and fractured her skull. Ah, oh, damn. She was able to post a video to her Instagram stories from her hospital bed saying she was in the emergency room because she, was, she passed out on stage, she got up and did one joke and then felt dizzy, and boom, she fell in her eye and fractured her skull, basically. And so, the unfortunately, it's one of those deals where this is, like, a worst fear of mine. Uh, I don't know why it's unfounded, but, like, having a medical emergency on stage and people thinking it's part of the act is, like, nightmare fuel for me. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. and this happened to poor Heather. Like, she's seriously face-planted on the stage, and she did it after one joke. And so it was a joke about how healthy she is, and people thought it was part of the act. And so they, like, left her there for a while. And then she realized they realized, oh, my God, she's not okay. And boom, uh, she had to go to the hospital. But she is going to be okay. I mean, listen, it's take her a little bit of time to recover from a, a fractured damn skull. But glad to see that she was okay. They still don't know what caused it. Uh, she's never fainted in her life. And so she's undergoing a bunch of tests. And hopefully they all come back good. And it was just, a, I don't know, a dehydration or low blood sugar or something. But uh, she's going to be okay. But certainly a scary moment over the weekend yeah. over there in Tempe. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Would you join me in my own private hell? The morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Headed to Madison, Alabama for today's. We're going to Hell story, Big J. Alabama and strange things are afoot at the Panda Express there in Madison. Oh, no, As it had to shut down early last night oh, because uh, I could probably let you rattle off 900 things that you would think could have happened at the Panda Express in Madison, Alabama last night. And uh, before we got to what actually happened at the Panda Express in Madison, Alabama last night. Regular night. Everybody's on the shift having a good time. It was time for one of the workers to go on break, Big J. And so he decided he was going to break it up. It was a Sunday night. Things weren't cr- too crazy. How about he just kind of kicks back for a little bit, 20 minutes in the manager's office, right? Yeah, smoke some meth in there. The manager's not there. No. I, I know yeah, you jump into conclusions. Manager's not there. Just take a load off, man. Maybe sit in the big guy's chair for a little bit. See what try that on for size, you know what I'm saying? And so he does, Big J. He enjoys a break in the manager's office, just him. And, you know, he starts looking around the room and he notices that in one of the drawers. Oh hey. Here's a handgun man how about that maybe it's for protection for the uh you know the actual store in case something crazy happens yeah run
0: back to your office and unlock your drawer just in case
1: there's, there's no lock on that drawer oh okay and so the uh the employee then was like well listen man i've never actually handled a gun why don't i do some of those crazy wild west tricks that i see on the tv all the time spinning it around on my uh my hand and such right do a little break, like quick draw McGraw over here. Yeah, like on Timothy Oliphant, Justified, or something. Just doing a bunch of different tricks and crazy stuff. <laughs> and he's all by himself in this room. And sure enough, Big J, what happens? He shot himself. He shot but himself. But where is the real question? He shot himself in his hand. He mm. was uh, he was spinning one the ha- thing around with his right hand, and then the gun went off and got him right through his left hand. But of course, Big J, as he shot himself, he freaked out. And then started running around for help. And that he's, he's bleeding blood everywhere, yeah. all over the kitchen of the Panda Express. And so the Panda Express had to be shut down so that they could do some serious cleaning and get, you know, all the employees' blood out of the kitchen and God knows where else after he shot himself in the hand. Officials say the employee was taken to the hospital and he's in stable condition. But the uh, the Panda Express on Highway 72 in Madison shut down TFN. Uh, police say no foul play is suspected in the incident. They just think that the dude found a gun in the drawer that is actually registered to the manager and was doing some tricks and shot himself in the hand. So once again... It's a good opportunity for us to remind you that just because you see something doesn't mean you have to play with it. And just because you play with it doesn't mean that you are any good at it, especially when it could be a weapon that can do serious bodily harm.
0: Yeah, I would say uh, at this point, an adult in America should probably know how to safely handle a fire.
1: Uh, Yeah, you'd be surprised. Also, I don't know how old this person was. It is a fast food place. It is Panda Express. So I can't say, you know, and there's no name release. So it could be a minor for all I know. I don't know. I don't know who was involved, I just know was not a good idea, shut down a whole restaurant because of it. So, uh, lots of money lost because of it, but also probably a bad move by the manager, For being perfectly honest. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yes, it certainly is the employee's fault, but you have to know a little bit more about gun safety than to just have a loaded weapon in a random drawer. Granted, it's in your office where probably people aren't supposed to go, but uh, if there's one thing that the last couple of years have taught us is you can't trust anybody for anything. And so they're certainly not going to follow directions, that's for sure. And you got to make sure that you protect yourself and maybe others before they have a chance to do something really dumb. I love this. Morning After with Nick and Big J, there's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X Rocks. <laughs> Metallica, wherever I may roam here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Of course, we know later on this month the Oscar nominations will come out, but I ask you, Big J. Why not get a jump on the award season? Because this morning the Razzie nominations were announced. and Whoa. I know this is a hot take, but but maybe maybe the Razzies are over. Cause I listen. I know this is this is the time where the Razzie. We are living in a time where the Razzies should be much more popular than they are. Because listen, if there's anything about our culture that is prominent, it is we love taking crap on things. You know, especially yeah. things that people work really hard for, and we love to shoot them down for it. Uh, But unfortunately, at least in my view, the Razzies are only as relevant as the movies that they are making fun of. Do you understand? And this year, really, I mean, outside of one movie... I'm really not familiar with any of the ones that the Razzies has nominated for worst movie with the exception of uh, one movie and, and the one that got the most nominations I've never even heard of. The one that's nominated the most for Razzies is Diana the Musical. Are you familiar with this? Diana the Musical? No. Right it's it's a movie uh, about the a musical of course about the life of the princess diana but it stars a bunch of people you've never heard of and so they they went in all in on taking a dump on this movie like everybody who's in the movie they nominated for it but uh the other worst picture nominees are infinite are you familiar with this Uh, Because this has people in it that you've actually heard of. Mark Wahlberg is in this. Uh, Chiwetel Ojifor, former guest of The Morning After. Love him. Also in this movie. Uh, The movie Karen is nominated for Worst Picture. The movie The The Woman in the Window is nominated for Worst Picture. And then Space Jam A New Legacy, which is the only movie I've actually heard of, that uh, is nominated for Worst Picture. The rest of them are all movies I've never heard of. And therefore, the interest level drops down. If you're going to make fun of something, we all know those movies are probably terrible because nobody's ever heard of them. So let's do it. But uh, make no mistake about it, Big J. The Razzies still have their vendettas, and apparently they're very—they've uh, nominated Scott Eastwood for worst actor for the last five years. That triumph continues in a movie called *Dangerous*. Uh, LeBron James is up for worst actor for *Space Jam*. Mark Wahlberg also a multiple nominee for worst actor for that movie, Infinite, that was previously uh, talked about. But they have it out for uh, Amy Adams as well, Big J. Those bastards! As she was nominated for Worst Actress for The Woman in the Window and Worst Supporting Actress for Dear Evan Hansen, which also got a bunch of nominations. Their hate for Ben Affleck continues as well as he pops up in Worst Supporting Actor category for The Last Duel. Uh, lots wrong with that movie I'm not sure Ben Affleck's The biggest problem But he's the only nominee But I will give them Credit for something Big J Because <laughs> they created A special category For 2021
0: oh, And I think only one actor Could actually fit Into that category
1: Yes And that would be worst performance by Bruce Willis in a 2021 movie. Believe it or not, Big J, Bruce Willis released nine movies during the year 2021. And he is nominated uh, for all nine movies. Uh, American Siege, Apex, Cosmic Sin, Deadlock, Fortress, Midnight in the Switchgrass, Out of Death, and Survive the Game. I've never heard of <laughs> any of these
0: here's the thing I think like this is how Bruce is working around all these scripts all these movies are interchangeable <laughs> they're very form- formulaic I believe you so um, yeah they just it, he, that's why he's like he gets confused probably which movie he's doing I don't
1: blame I mean, him' mean, a lot of stuff how does he find the time in a pandemic to shoot nine films? that all are released in a calendar year. I bet it's he's amazing. not
0: the star of all of those. Probably, like, a
1: bit part, maybe. I bet you he's the star in a lot. Because, I mean, we never heard of them. And so for those, like, for a I've movie seen like... have a couple of them come um, up. Which, uh, have you see, watched any of them? No, of course not. Yeah, like, if you see, like, movies like American Siege and Cosmic Sin and Deadlock and Fortress, I guarantee you those movies aren't being made unless Bruce Willis is attached to them. Now, I'll give you, like, Midnight in the Switchgrass. He's probably a... Uh, a bit player in that but i bet you the rest of these he's like the headlining force because you need funding to get a movie made and bruce willis will apparently he's taken on the nick cage role of i'll make anything as long as you pay me but nick cage has had like tax issues with the irs i don't know what bruce willis excuse is excuses
0: well here you know, a few years ago this would have been the
1: same for nick cage though yeah, no, it he's is. got
0: You know, he's gone through a period where some of the
1: he's had some movie or years where he's had like eight or nine movies. No, that's what I'm saying. But like, I mean, there was a reason for Nick Cage to do that stuff. He needed money for the IRS. He had some money problems. Well, Bruce Willis, other than not to, being able to sell his town, I yeah, don't know. He, no, he's trying to pay property tax. Problem. <laughs> I don't know why he needs to release die movies in a year. But if you want to check it out, they're available at Razzies.com. The complete list of nominations for you to make fun of the movie of your choice, if you would like. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Whether you believe in the theory of evolution, Big J, or you think uh, God miracled us here in one fatal swoop, you can agree that we certainly have changed over the years from our ancestors to where we are now as people. Agree or disagree, Big J? Yeah, sure. And uh, one of the things that has gotten worse, apparently, since our great grandparents were around is our sense of smell. And before you start digging too deep into, well, what does COVID have to do with it, know that we're not even talking about people that lost their sense of smell because of COVID. We're talking about researchers from the United States, from China, from Japan, from Canada, from Mexico. They all tested volunteers' perceptions of various smells and found that we are getting worse at smelling things, bro. Little by little. They combined differences in scent perception in people's genetics, and scientists identified the role of various scent receptors and found out that we're just not smelling things as well as we did 60, 70, 80, 90 years ago. During the experiment, two new scent receptors were identified, one that detects a synthetic musk used in fragrances, another that is a compound in body odor, and the findings confirm previous research that shows that people with visions of the brain scent receptors these versions of the brain scent receptors tend to find corresponding odor more intense. Experts say all this support the theory that our sense of smell has weakened over time because our genes just changed. Some things we needed more back in the day than we need now and that sense of smell is some of it. You know, for like tracking and stuff like that. Yeah. Now we don't need that very much because we can just go to the grocery store get food. We don't need to track. And so we're not smelling as well. So that's good news, unless you have those two receptors and then you're picking up people's BO all over the place, dude. For that, I'm sorry. Because there's a lot of gross people out there. AFC beat the NFC 41-35 in the Pro Bowl last night in Las Vegas. Good day for Justin Herbert. He was named the offensive MVP. Max Crosby named the defensive MVP, but it really was a defensive battle despite the score. Seven interceptions in the damn game. With at least one thrown by each of the six quarterbacks that played. So everybody got in the giving spirit yesterday. Alvin Kamara gave somebody a black eye. Ended up having to go to jail because of it. He was arrested after the Pro Bowl yesterday on battery charges. It's that old saying, Big J: What happens at a nightclub before the Pro Bowl stays in Vegas. And so will Alvin Kamara, at least until he goes through his court date today. And then we'll see what ends up happening. But not great if you get into a fight. He is one of the top running backs in the NFL. But now he's in a little bit of trouble you're like wallpaper sometimes i can't decide i think you might be excited about this but i don't know are you excited about that 90s show coming to netflix um i don't know not (laughs) really
0: i i mean i wasn't the biggest that 70s show fan Uh i mean i would tune in on occasion But I do like Kurtwood Smith.
1: Well, that's all that's coming around. He and the wife from The 70s show are the only returning cast members for this version of things. So it looks like it's bringing the stuff at least that you enjoy. Kurtwood Smith is the one that broke the news that the 90s show has started to film, courtesy of Netflix. He tweeted a photo of the script and said, Red and Kitty, Teenagers Grunge Rock, let's go. And so it's beginning. The show will premiere on Netflix later on this year. And yeah, Red and Kitty are the two people that are involved from the 70s show that are coming back for the night. So I don't know how they're involved. Like, are they the grandparents now at this point of these teenagers? Yes. I'm guessing it has to be. Yes. But their parents never show up, I guess, is the other flip side. No, they're,
0: they're planning on going to be making some appearances. Some special appearances? Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, it says everybody. in the
1: story that nobody else is attached from the, the new one.
0: Not on a regular basis, but I've seen Ash and Kutcher, Mila Kunis, uh, you've got Topher Grace, uh, everybody but the sexual assault
1: guy. You mean he's too busy fighting rape charges to be on the show? That makes sense. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff coming up in a few short minutes. Your pop culture smackdown. Nice little prize attached to that.
0: Down. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, we got some tickets. We got a free X show happening. Uh, it's coming to the Knitting Factory on the 21st of this month. And uh, coming along with Dead Sarah. Uh, going to be here, Silent Theory. We've got Ghost Box opening up and Crush the Monster. It's going to be great. Two years since we've had our free X show. Let's get you these tickets. Let's have a great time together. And you just have to be me, Pop Culture Smackdown,
1: to do it. Show is two weeks from today. So get ready, baby. It's going to be awesome. 208 287 1003. If you want these Dead Sarah tickets, let's go to the phones. Hello, the X. What's going on? Holy Jesus. Hello, are you there? Hello? It's like think, Turbo Kid. Yeah, I think we lost him. Hello, the X. We're to make contact. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Good, man. What's your name? Logan. All right, Logan, you're up first. Happy birthday to Ashton Kutcher, Logan. He played Michael Kelso on that 70s show. What's the name of Ashton Kutcher's wife who also acted with him on that show? That would be uh, Miss Mila Kunis. Right. That is correct. Big J, Tom Brady has a 500 or better career record against 30 of the 32 teams in the NFL. Which two teams beat Tom Brady more than he beat them?
0: Uh both teams? Yeah. Uh let's see. Let's say the Giants? Right.
1: Really? Correct. Even with the Super Bowl losses, he still has two more victories against them than lo- than uh than losses. Oh, uh, then I am the loss. I have no idea. Uh the answer is the New Orleans Saints. Right. Who really oh, owned yeah? Brady when he went to the Buccaneers. Or no, I guess. And uh, well, no, cause he played him a couple times as the the Patriots. Oh. I think like the the final record was like three and five. And the other team that has more wins against Brady than losses is the Seattle Seahawks. right. Everybody else. Uh, Tom Brady particularly had a winning record against. It's How many actually, times he played the Seahawks? Uh, not a whole lot. I think the Seahawks are like 3-1 against him or something like that. But uh, congratulations to you, Logan. You got yourself a victory. Big J didn't know his Tom Brady trivia. You are good to go, sir. You're going to check out our free X show with Dead Sarah coming up in a couple of weeks. And we are going to do some headlines. Those are next on the X Rocks. How we doing? In Big J. Headlines brought to you by the Idaho Lottery. Guess what, man? In a little about a half an hour or so, we're going to start playing the dating game this week. Uh, at 9.15, you can win $30 love packs from the Idaho Lottery. That includes the Bingo Bouquet, the Me and My Huckleberry Scratchers, the Be Mine InstaPlays, plus a pair of tickets to Shine Down April 2nd, an extra mile arena. That's going to happen all this week at 9.15, courtesy of the Idaho Lottery. Headlines are as follows. That's one option. Okay, but why? And sexy music. Sexy music. Why use instruments to make music, Big J, when you could just use adult toys? You understand? <laughs> God. You heard it right. There's a new artist named Vaughn that actually uses adult toys to create beats for her music. It's a uh, special type of smart toy <laughs> that creates beats by charting the contractions of her body while she enjoys herself. I guess Vaughn takes the layout of those beats and then makes sound waves over them and then sings over the beat. She says that she knows her methods are controversial, but that's what makes her stand out, dude. How many other people are doing this, right? So I suppose there's a unique space for her. Congratulations. I I do not know whether or not it's good music or not.
0: Whatever comes to these situations, and I don't know how many people will relate here, but I think of the Big Lebowski, and I think of uh, his uh, his special lady friend uh, played by, um oh boy. Now we've gotten into a situation here. Why do you do this to yourself? I, because it's all there. I just haven't uncovered it. And then it's, you know, I'm in that kind of a way, kind of not atmosphere. Never mind who played like, her. What do you mean? Like, to, Well, it's just because the artists, you know, they're so weird and artists so weird. And she's got her video artist friend. Uh-huh. The one that has wants to get pregnant by the dude. Help a guy out, man. You know
1: who I'm talking no, about. No, I don't. You don't remember that in the movie. I don't. I remember. Yes, I remember the artist, the one that that uh, that flies through the air naked and paints on the canvas. That yes. You're talking about. Okay. All right. But that was the story that it just reminded you of her? Never mind.
0: I'm trying to figure no, out what you your want. Fault. It's not. It's my fault. I, I should know better. I should think things through. <laughs> I don't know what. I is was trying to figure out the correlation. Off the rails. Choo-choo. That's
1: one option, or K, but why? Oh, God. K, but Y. A A German artist, like the one in the Big Lebowski, Big J, <laughs> dropped $11.7 million in gold in Central Park on Thursday morning amid the snow and mud. His name is Nicholas Costello. He had, it's a big, gigantic gold cube which is called the Cecile du Monde, which was put on display around 5 o'clock in the morning and had an accompanying security detail. Sculpture weighs about 410 pounds. It's made of pure 24-karat gold, and it will remain there until this evening when it will travel to a private Wall Street dinner. The artist told Artnet News that the work was a conceptual work of art in all its facets intended to create something beyond our world that's intangible. He's launching a cryptocurrency to go along with it, called the Costello coin, which trades as money on uh, several different crypto websites. So you can buy it if you want. But I'm still trying to figure out how like a big gold square is unique and interesting. But apparently it is and enough to, I guess, be a special guest at a private Wall Street dinner and launch its own cryptocurrency. So there's that. This reminds me of a scene from the Big Lebowski. (laughs) 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 And we'll wrap it up with that's one option. Jay, if you found a giant spider in your car, what would you do about it? I'd try to burn it. That's a bad idea. Chris Taylor lives in Australia, and in February of 2021, he found about a six-inch spider in his car's dashboard. But rather than freaked out, he decided he was going to keep the spider, and he named it Steve and kept it as a pet in his car. The 42-year-old says over the past year, the spider has doubled in size, and he says that while he's generally not too freaked out by spiders, he doesn't appreciate when Steve falls into his lap. He adds that he did get the spider out of his car once, but the next day, the spider returned. So he's like, well, listen, he must think my car is home, so that's my pet now. And I guess he's got a pet spider that he just lets crawl around in his car, and it's like six inches. That's a big spider, man. I mean, more power to you, I guess, if you can handle that. But, I mean, I'm not, like super freaked out by spiders but a six inch spider in my car will probably give me the heebie jeebies especially if i didn't know where it was you know what i mean
0: yeah it'd be one thing if you could have like uh kind of like a, an understood relationship with the spider
1: right it's like you don't
0: mess with me i won't mess with you right but since you can't talk to him you don't know like the ferret in the big lebowski They're not legal in the city limits dude <laughs>
1: morning after with nick and big J. right now on 100.3 The X rocks. 208-287-1003 if you want to play the dating game all this week. We're going to be playing around this time. It's your opportunity to win a pretty cool prize package. What exactly is it, Big J?
0: Huge prize pack. Uh, It is uh, brought to you by the Idol Lottery and it's got uh, $30 love packs that you're going to win from the Idol Lottery including Bingo, Bouquet, Be My Huckleberry Scratchers, and Be My Instant Plays. Plus a pair of tickets to the biggest show of the year Shine Down playing April 2nd at Extra Mile Arena along with the pretty reckless and diamante that is
1: pretty damn good prize package and so we're going to play the dating game we're going to need a contestant and big j explain how the dating game works to the lame
0: uh we give you an event that happened on a certain day and all the following questions will be uh whether it happened before or after that event
1: you get two out of three right and boom you got some idaho lottery scratchers and lottery tickets coming your way and some shinedown tickets as well it's pretty nice and just in time for Valentine's Day. You can keep it for yourself if you are single or give it to somebody you love Ooh. if you have yourself a relationship. Hello, The X. Hello. Good morning, man. What's your name? This is Nate. All right, Nate, you are going to play the dating game first. Big Jay going to give you a event. Then you got to tell us about what corresponding events happened before or after the date that he gives you, Okay. Sounds good. Here we go.
0: All right. On this day, February 7th in 1974, Mel Brooks' amazing film Blazing Saddles is released in theaters. That's your event, Nate. Here we go. So remember, 1974. Did Mel Brooks release Spaceballs before or after
1: 1974? Before. Wrong. No, no. Spaceballs came out in 1987, so that was after the uh, movie Blazing Saddles came out. You have to get these next two right, Nate. Good luck.
0: Did Mel Brooks release Young Frankenstein before or after this date in 1974?
1: Before. Oh Nate goes 0 for 2 on Mel Brooks Ooh, Man, knowledge. I'm keeping these tickets. Thank Jay, you, Nate. you can keep them. Congratulations. Thank Nate, I'm oh, so, so sorry all right. that you didn't quite get it done. Uh, unfortunately, uh, the movie Young Frankenstein came out after the movie Blazing Saddles did in 1974. So that's it. That's how the dating game works now. If Nate would have done that the opposite of what he actually answered, he would have been a victor and we'd be celebrating his, his cause, and you'll have a chance tomorrow. To do that around this time as well, so don't worry. Yeah, tough one, Lying man. More chances. I I thought the Spaceballs one was pretty easy. Well, yeah, but <laughs> I
0: mean, tough for him because <laughs> okay. it, it, I mean, Star Wars didn't come out till 1977. Uh huh. So.
1: Yeah, so uh, spaceballs sure. is uh, much, much later than that. But uh, we will play another date, another event, and another dating game tomorrow. Don't worry, plenty of these prize packages to go, so keep listening for your chance to win. More prizes coming up, a little thing we like to call Bad Impressions. That's next on the x Rock.
0: Morning F with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X.
1: And shh, tickets here to our free
0: X show with Dead Sarah. It's happening in two weeks at the Inning Factory. Uh, Dead Sarah, of course, headlining. We've got Silent Theory opening up. Ghost Box. And then, let's not forget, Crush the Monster. It's going to be a great show. We want you to be there. You just got to win tickets. And you can do that right now, by figuring out bad impressions
1: 208-287-1003 that is our phone number always and forever and it's your opportunity to play bad impressions which works thusly big j has three clues they all revolve around somebody pretty famous if you can figure out who that famous person is in those clues that are three or less you're gonna go to a show on us and hopefully that makes you feel pretty good hello the X. hey good morning man what's your name jordan all right jordan you're up first good luck
0: i'm notoriously difficult to get in touch with i don't even have an agent so it's all part of the mystery next i was on i was an snl cast member for a long time and then took a bunch of comedy movies like caddyshack ghostbusters i even played myself in zombie land
1: there you go. Bam! Good job, man. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with those dead Sarah tickets. Well done. What was clue three for fun?
0: I'm also known for loving sports like the Cubs, basketball, and of course golf. And why is William Murray in the news? Speaking of golf, uh, he is a big time golfer. He was golfing the pro a pro am for Pebble Beach uh, tournament this weekend, Nick, and uh, he went viral because he hit like a five foot no a five foot putt, no look style.
1: Yeah, he was, like, facing the other way and just, like, hit it behind him, and it went right in the cup. It was well, amazing.
0: It, it, totally casually, like, it's no big deal, and
1: uh, it was quite the sight to behold. Uh, quite the swagger. I, I was trying to figure out, did he throw his club to the caddy, or did he just throw it on the ground after the shot?
0: You know what? That's the fun about Bill Murray, <laughs> because if he did throw it to the caddy, cool. If not, I mean, it's still yeah. genius. No, I don't care. It's so, still the yeah. swagger
1: move. It's still, like, just, like, take that. That's That's the coolest thing anybody could have done. It is pretty badass. It is pretty awesome. The fact that they did it at a pro am, like at Pebble Beach, nonetheless, yeah, and like in front of a crowd of people was just bananas. I mean, even the try it is crazy, by the way.
0: I mean, talk about stoking the man's ego. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's. that's
1: <laughs> I mean, like... it, people already think Bill Murray's the coolest guy in the world, and that just upped the ante somehow, some way. Yep, it did it. So, congratulations to him. Well done. Morning after with Nick and Big J, we will wrap up the show here next on the X Rocks. Yeah. <laughs> Three days, Grace. My so-called life is wrapping up the morning after with Nick and Big J. Today, we did not give away one of our prize packages from the Idaho Lottery. That will continue tomorrow with the dating game around 9.15. Talked a little bit about gun safety. We talked about the Razzie Awards today, and we even, Big J, gave an award to Jon Favreau. It feels pretty good to be able to yep. do that today. That leaves you with the floor, Big Jay. Uh,
0: yeah, we also talked about uh, some local heroes uh, who saved a woman's life by jumping into the cold, cold pond there uh, with the water. A couple of Ada county deputies. Well, uh, there was a crossing guard in Maryland also being hailed as a hero after pushing a young student out of the way of oncoming traffic. Uh, she put her life at uh, her own risk and pushed the kid out of the way just in time. Uh, she was uh, struck by the vehicle and Oof. then treated. Uh, she's going to be okay also 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 uh, a police officer, so crossing guard is something she does in her spare time.
1: That's an awful hobby to have to do that, but I mean, yeah. what was going on? I mean, I know you don't know, Somebody's but what the driving hell? too fast. Jesus, man. Look out for people, everybody. Look out for kids. If somebody, anybody, listen, don't tag anybody if they're walking in the street. Uh, just make sure, once again, you pay attention when you drive, Please. And thank you very much so that you don't have to push anybody out of the way, for goodness sake. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by Team Mazda. It's easy to get your auto loan pre-approved with Team Mazda's I Pre-Check button. Just click the big blue button at GoTeamMazda.com. It's right there, available for you to check out right now. It's going to do it for us. We will see you tomorrow. Jason Drew's coming in here next. You guys have a good one. It's the X-Rock. <laughs>